Hi, I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. I'm Casey Kentrow. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. And on this episode, we are doing something a little different. Do you want to tell our audience about it, Ez? Like spinoffs, well-known franchises and spinoffs, movies or shows and things that you probably didn't know of or you may have forgotten about. Yeah, I think we spent a lot of time talking about the big franchises and not, you know, we'll we'll give a passing mention maybe to the movies or other franchises those original franchises inspire, but not really go into too much detail about them. So this time we thought we'd uh, flip the script a little bit and talk about the uh, spinoffs themselves. Yeah. But before we do that, let's answer last week's trivia question, which was Steven Spielberg's late mother owned a restaurant in L.A., and I still believe it's open. What is the name of it? The Milky Way, and it's on Pico here in Los Angeles. Uh, have you been there? Yes, a couple of times. Nice, and how was it? Great. And they serve really good food, and it's a kosher restaurant. All right, so stick around to the end of this episode to get the trivia question for this week. And now let's do a segment we haven't done in a while. Technology Flashback. Yeah, the technology flashback we're doing is... Back in September of 2010 was the second generation Apple TV. And it was the first Apple TV device to come with Netflix when Apple also at that time announced new iPods as well. And also this month, back in 2011, was the... The original Amazon Kindle Fire tablet, which were later renamed as From Kindle Fire to Just Fire. Yeah, so those are two different devices that have become more prevalent today. Apple TVs in particular, I think, are very common now. Originally, they were part of the iPod lineup before they became part of their own thing. Yeah, so those are just two, two pieces of technology that came out in the month of September. All right, and now it's time for our feature presentation. So I think spinoffs generally fall into two categories. One is they are more obscure than the original, like you might not have even realized there was a spinoff based off of this thing. Or they become popular in their own right, and you might not even realize that they were actually a spinoff of the original thing. You just thought it was its own thing. Yeah. And I think we're going to be talking about a mix of those types of movies and shows. So to start off with, we actually have a couple of Pixar spinoffs to talk about. And there have been spinoffs as well, like to some non-Disney franchises. Like there's been Penguins of Madagascar and All Hail King Julian, which were spinoffs to DreamWorks Madagascar franchise. We've mentioned a lot of spinoffs throughout these episodes, uh, if you've been listening to our podcast, you've you've heard mention of many of them. But let's talk about those Pixar spinoffs first. First, the Toy Story spinoff Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. And what was that? That show was 2D animated instead of 3D computer animated. 
in a galaxy show where Buzz Lightyear really was a space ranger. It's kind of like um, in, in Toy Story the movie, Buzz Lightyear plays like this space hero. And he doesn't know he's a he's actually a toy at first. But this show is, is like, if that were actually real, if Buzz Lightyear was part of this thing called Star Command, going on these missions in space, fighting Zerg, you know, that sort of thing. I know, in this one, Buzz fights his sworn enemy, Emperor Zerg, who threatens the galaxy. And it also had those little green alien guys, I remember. One of the main characters was Mira Supernova, who was Buzz's love interest in that show. And also there was XR, that robot. And what what generally happened in the show? Buzz is part of the Gamma Quadrant Academy of Space Rangers who team up and train to be to be space rangers to save the galaxy from the evil forces of Emperor Zerg and his accomplice, Warp Dark Matter, who was to be Buzz's friend, but he turned to the dark side. And I also remember Booster, who was a, a funny red alien character. I think one element that made the show really fun is that it could be very silly and over the top because the whole premise... In, in the movie, the uh, Toy Story movie, the premise of this show of who Buzz Lightyear is supposed to be is so campy and over the top. And the show, I think, really embraces that aspect of this backstory. And so it's it's a lot of fun. It's very silly. It's very fun. It's, it's kind of got those Star Wars vibes of good versus evil. And it's, you know, fun fun, quick adventures that these characters are going on. I know, and it had, it was a fun spin-off show, yes, to the Toy Story franchise, I remember. You also mentioned that the animation style was different. Were there any other differences between the movie and the show, either in Buzz Lightyear's character or Like, for else? instance, it did have him watching the, the the pilot of of that show was a direct-to-video film called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, The Adventure Begins. And the, the opening of it, it had the Toy Story characters from those films, I'm saying, in Andy's room, getting ready to watch Buzz's movie. Ah, I see. So it's like, this is all a show within the Toy Story universe. Also, the, the opening of the intro, the intro of the episodes of the show had the characters from those Toy Story movies getting ready to watch Buzz's show. That's a fun little detail. It's like, uh, it's very meta because it's, it's suggesting, yeah, this is the universe where the toy of Buzz Lightyear exists and, and the sort of show that backs him up. Yes, and where Buzz really is a space ranger. Okay. Well, that's, that's one Pixar spinoff. The other Pixar spinoff that we want to talk about is the spin-off to Cars, which is Planes. Yes, there have been two movies of them, although it was not actually made by Pixar, it was made by the now-defunct direct-to-video unit Disney Toon Studios. But it was, however, associated with Pixar because it was spin-offs to Cars, which are made by Pixar. Yeah, so so tell us, like, what, what were those movies about? It had mostly different characters than the Cars franchise. Mm -hmm. The main character in those films was Dusty Crophopper, who was a crop-dusting plane who dreamed of becoming a racer, but ironically, he was afraid of heights. 
<laughs> this seems like a bad uh, phobia to have as a plane. I see, yeah. His mentor, I remember, was an old Navy plane who used to fight in the Navy who was similar to Doc Hudson named Skipper Riley. Yeah, so I imagine that these films are very similar to the car franchise, with the exception, of course, being that all the characters are planes. Or most of them, yeah, except there was Chug, who was kind of like Mater, I remember. And I remember the bad guy, the villain, whose name was Ripslinger, who was pretty evil, too, and he didn't want to lose to a crop-dusting plane, who was never built for racing. And he was very similar to Chick Hicks, the bad guy from the first Cars movie. Were there any other differences between cars and planes? Although some of the characters from the Cars movies did appear in planes, for instance, one of them was Brett Mustangberger, who's voiced by and based on Brett Musburger, a former racing sports announcer, who appeared in the second Cars movie as the announcer for the World Grand Prix. Also, some of the characters like Sparky and Skipper appeared in one of the Cars tune short, Mater's Tall Tale shorts, Air Mater, which was released in 2011, and at the end of the short, Mater and Sparky tease that there should be a movie about planes. <laughs> yeah. And in the movie, Dusty flies around the world and never gives up on his dream. It came out during the same time as DreamWorks' racing movie, Turbo. The film also got a sequel called Planes, Fire, and Rescue. I know that Planes, Fire, and Rescue, Dusty has mechanical problems and he learns he can't race because... That, and then he team goes to a forest, a fictional national park called Piston Peak, where he teams up with some fire and rescue team to stop the wildfires. So, Ezra, I know that when you're talking about spinoffs, oftentimes people will say, well, how do they compare to the original? Mm, so yeah. How, how do you think that these Planes films compare to the original Cars films? I like them the same. They're just kind of different, but similar characters with the personalities and of similar appearances. So it seems that if you like cars, then you'll probably probably like planes. Yeah. I wonder if they'll make a, a spin-off series about planes so they can have planes, trains, and automobiles. Hmm, a good one. That's a famous <laughs> movie. Yes, yes. So to get away from Disney and Pixar for a second, let's talk about another spin-off from Warner Brothers called Pinky and the Brain. Yes, about two lab mice who want to take over the world. It was a spin-off to Animaniacs, which is getting a, a reboot on Hulu in November. Yeah, which we'll definitely have to talk about that come November. Yes. So, yeah, so Pinky and the Brain, that's a show I remember watching a lot as a kid. Very fond memories of it. Two lab mice who want to take over the world. Pinky, who's the not very bright one, says... Jay Brain, what do you want to do tonight? And Brain, who's the the smart one, says, same thing we do every night, Peaky. Try to take over the world. Yeah, every every uh, episode ends the same way, and their and their plans are always foiled. It never works out, and of course, yeah, they always the, fail. I know the famous, very catchy theme song. The Pinky and the Brain, the Pinky and the Brain, one is a genius, the other's insane. I remember that. Yeah, it's um, it's a classic mismatched uh, pair because Brain is, is always very ambitious and, and Pinky, he, <laughs> he's a bit of a wild card. You, you don't know what he's going to do next. I know, he's kind of the silly one, the not very smart one. Yeah, so he's, a, he's definitely... As the theme song says, insane. I know, like, he's 
the more annoying one. Right. So I, those characters originally appeared on Animaniacs, correct? Yes. There has been another one called Pinky Elmira and the Brain, which I think was had only a, several episodes and it had Elmira, who appeared in the show Tiny Toon Adventures, which had little versions of the Looney Tunes. So, I mean, Animaniacs, if you haven't seen that, Animaniacs is just crazy, zany, a thousand mile a minute type of humor. Like, it's... I know, and it's getting a reboot in November, and we'll talk about anime- more about Animaniacs in a couple months from now. So that's that's just the kind of humor that it comes from. And so I think Peeking the Brain is a little, I, I'd say slower, because it doesn't have the three Animaniacs starring in it. And Brain, no. Brain is sort of always making these plans. Where, where that zany humor does come from is from Pinky. And that's, that's where you get that crazy, bouncing-off-the-walls kind of humor. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's another spin-off that I think that a lot of people have... I don't think a lot of people necessarily realized it was a spin-off from, from Animaniacs. Yeah, I know. So the last spin-off for this episode that we're going to be talking about, one that will definitely be familiar, you'll recognize it as a spin-off, you'll instantly recognize where it's from, is Timon and Pumbaa, the show. We all know and remember Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think, though, that people actually realize there was a spin-off show based on those two characters. I know, and that show is the first TV show based on The Lion King. The second was The Lion Guard, which was on Disney Junior. Yeah, so Timon and Pumbaa, I mean, I, it's seems pretty straightforward. It follows the adventures of Timon and Pumbaa. So can you tell us a little bit more about the show? They uh, go on adventures, silly adventures, and it's more slapsticky though than the than those lion than the Lion King and its direct vi- and its direct video sequel. And also a midquel, which was the Lion King retold, but in the perspective of Timon and Pumbaa called the Lion King One and a Half. What can you tell us about that movie? It had Timon and Pumbaa like when Timon is in a meerkat colony and then he gets banished and then he meets Pumbaa. I know, and then they go out searching for Akuna Matata and it shows them in the various other scenes, like from the Lion King, such as the, the birth ceremony of Simba and then the wildebeest stampede. Yeah, so it's like, a, it's an origin story about how these two characters, who are very different, how they met. And so, in in some ways, the movie is both a prequel and a sequel because because it's happening concurrently with the story of the Lion King. So, right, you see those moments, the famous moments from the Lion King, but told from a different perspective. So, there's the one of my favorite bits from that movie is the the famous scene from the Lion King, the "Can you feel love tonight?" scene. Yeah, and it was. Modified. Yeah, where it's told from Timon and Pumbaa's perspective, where they're trying to like sabotage the romance, but but ironically, they keep mm. rather than sab like undermining it, they actually just make things even more romantic for for Simba and Nala. Back to talking about the Timon and Pumbaa TV show. Sure, tell us a little bit more about that. Timon and Pumbaa go on adventures together, including going in. Places that didn't don't look like the Pride Lands or the Jungle out that none of the Lion King movies took place in. And Simba and Rafiki Zazu, the hyenas and from the original Lion King movie, do appear in that show. And 
the main villain in that show is Quint, who's Timon and Pumbaa's arch enemy, who's always going after them. And he likes to disguise himself. And what kind of animal is he? He's a human. I think by far that's the only thing in Lion King media to actually have humans. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't know that. There's also some one of the characters who was created for that show named Speedy the Snail. I remember. And there was also some villains in that, other villains in that show, like Timon and Pumbaa's evil twins and doppeldangers, Pomon and Toomba. <laughs> yeah, that's very silly. I know. And there's also Smolder the Bear, who was also a villain from that show. Yes, I think you're right. I mean, including the movie One and a Half and the show, it's it's a lot more. I mean, the characters themselves were were comic relief in the original Lion King. So the, that comedy was only ramped up. Lots of slapstick, lots of humor and, and miscommunication and that sort of thing. I know. So yeah, that's. I think that's one example of, of a spinoff that takes its original source material and does something very different with it. So The Lion King, for the most part, is a very serious drama. But with Timon and Pumbaa, it it's much more about the comedy than any drama. Yeah. Okay, so those were some examples of spinoffs. We would love to hear some of your favorite spinoffs. Let us know some of your favorites. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. If you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash animation and beyond. Before we let you go, we have a trivia question from Ezra. What character from the Shrek franchise had his own spinoff movie released in 2011. Okay, so if you know the answer, give us a shout on Facebook or send us a message at animationandbeyond.gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Goodbye! See you later. Bye.